0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, us, Ariel, and... Raylene slash Ruben in the house. On our <laughs> 200th
1: episode! Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah, I wish we had sound effects, fireworks. <laughs> I'm whole, sure we do. CJ slap, CJ, slap something
0: in there. <laughs> okay. it? slap something in
1: there. Okay.
0: We have been eagerly anticipating this episode for, I think,
1: 19 weeks because... (laughs) It does sound crazy when you say it like that, Yeah, but we started concocting plans a long time ago, and then I started counting down every single week. I was like, Ariel, only 15 more weeks until
0: It was so funny, and we didn't, like, really kick into action until, like, maybe eight weeks ago, but, like, you started counting down, which was great because we were like, no, we know that the time is coming, and we want to make this episode... A lot of fun.
1: Yeah, there are a lot of moving parts, so we had to get started There are a lot of
0: moving parts, yes. We have multiple fun things happening today. This is a great episode, guys. We've we've both been so excited, like, (laughs) texting, like, we're going to do it. We're going to record. It's going to be so much fun. I love it. Um, Yeah, so we're going to start off with a little bit of housekeeping, just, like, talking about reaching 200 episodes. Okay. Then I'm going to interview Raylene about 200 episodes. We're going to open presents, which... (laughs) I'm so excited about yeah, it. Um, and the presents have a whole theme. Yep. Um, we read a book, a secret book, a book that Raylene gave me, a book that I gave Raylene. We read in secret. Mm-hmm. We have vlogs to share with you. Yep. And we even did a buddy read, all in preparation for this. It, as if that wasn't enough. Okay. We also <laughs> asked our patrons to send us voice clips with questions to do a Q&A
1: segment. Yes. So, so we
0: have so much to get through. Lots of fun is going to be had. Mm. Let's start off with this housekeeping. This is important stuff. We are at episode 200 oh and we need to start by thanking some people. Yeah. Seriously. I want to do this at the top so that everyone hears it, you know. <laughs> so first of all, I want to thank CJ my brother, mm-hmm. my best friend, he edits the podcast and he he's great. He's a okay. superstar he is a superstar (laughs) he is a superstar because often we'll text him last minute and we'll be like oh i'm so sorry can you do this can you add this can you change that and he always does um but not only that this year we pivoted to doing video episodes Mm. and if you do any sort of video work you'll know video is so much more work to (laughs) juggle and he has taken it like a champ we have gotten so many fantastic comments from people who are loving the videos. Mm-hmm. That's fully on CJ. That is fully on Yeah, we just show CJ. up.
1: He does the We just work. show up
0: and hit record. <laughs> He's editing everything. Yeah. So huge thank you to CJ. CJ, we love you so much. And I love that you edit the podcast and you're never allowed to leave. Nope. Uh, <laughs> no one else can so do sorry. it. Next up, we have to thank Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Kaylee Hyde, ladies yep. and gentlemen. Keeps the show running. Coolest name. She might be my friend with the coolest name. Kaylee Hyde? Come on, come on, that's awesome. (laughs) Um, Kaylee runs our Instagram. And when I say runs our Instagram, I mean is a superstar of our Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yet again, every week, you know, Aurelien and I take our photos and we'll each make a reel, but we hand that all over to Kaylee. She's the one who's interacting with your guys' posts a lot of the time. She's sharing yeah. stuff from the community. That is such a community hub for us, and it would not be possible without Kaylee. And we yeah. also know, like, she also sees messages that you guys want us to see, mm-hmm. and then she sends them to us. Yeah. So she's integral to, like, running that entire machine. We are so grateful to Kaylee, another person who's not allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah. To 200
1: more! All right? Our team works so well the way it is. I think if anything ever it's changed, um, I'd lose my mind a little bit. Yeah. So that's okay. Uh, just a little. That's just not enough.
0: Um, so we're so grateful to our team. We're so lucky. Like, this machine is running beautifully because of the team. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much to the team. Next up, we have to thank our patrons. Hell yeah. As... You guys know because you would have noticed we don't have ads on our podcast. Yeah. I think maybe we did one once. Yeah, for some reason I think we tried doing makeup. it once, and we were like, "That doesn't feel like the tone of no, our show." I don't do we that. love that it is like backed by our listeners, for our listeners, by our listeners. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, it's like Arthur. It's like PBS. <laughs> it's made possible by viewers like you. Exactly. Um. So. The Patreon model has always been, in my opinion, one of the coolest parts of being a content creator. Basically, it means that the people that can pay pay and Mm -hmm. make it possible for all the people that can't pay or can't always pay which is so so beautiful and we have so much fun with our patrons we do live shows and we upload reading vlogs every month and so we're always putting a lot of effort into our patreon but we're just so grateful for all the patrons that show up and sign up and support the podcast because it like literally none of this would have been possible without the patrons raylene this year got a new camera that was because because yeah. we wanted to do video episodes. That was because of the Patreon. Yeah, or, you know, we realized that the scheduling of this, because of the podcast was growing, growing, it was becoming more and more demanding. Raylene was able to take a day of her work schedule mm-hmm. and re- like move around her whole work, literal work <laughs> schedule. It's true. And that was only because of the patrons. So yeah. we're so grateful to you all. And that also goes out to everyone who's just been a patron for one month because that still counts right that's still being a patron being a dust jacket mm-hmm. um and to everyone who's ever bought merch and stuff so thank you all so much uh, i feel like i just did my academy Awards. that speech. was
1: beautiful beautiful i would also say big shout out to our gold foil patrons who are yes. kind of like yeah. the tier of people who have given us a little extra and we really appreciate above and beyond that. yeah above yeah. and beyond and people who like continue to stay on that tier just boggles Chrissy. my mind i'm like you guys are yeah are my heroes
0: (laughs) (laughs) the little sparkle the little gold foil dust right on top um okay two more things no three more things i want to mention real quick here number one we had a situation arise at our merch warehouse basically Mm. we got stickers people we got a lot of stickers so as you guys know we have a bookmark subscription club and what that means is you get two bookmarks and two stickers every quarter of the year made by artists they're beautiful But I guess we accidentally ordered too many stickers. And last year's stickers have just been sitting in the warehouse. And so we've put together a bundle. If you saw the stickers last year, or if you would love some very adorable, cute stickers, they're there now. Mm -hmm. So that is a shout out if you wanna buy some stickers. Second thing. This is so exciting. This is basically a teaser. We're just like teasing something. in the works. Because the videos have been doing so well, your response to them has been amazing. We've been having so much fun doing it. We decided we are going to commit. We are going to invest in the videos. And so yeah. we've been working and we'll reveal all this as it comes, but we've been working with a, one of our favorite artists. And we won't say anything more than that, but <laughs> she is a uh, Books Unbound like alumni. <laughs> exactly um we've been working with an artist who is helping us do a total brand refresh Mm -hmm. our videos are going to have animations (laughs) oh my god (laughs) our uh intro sequence is going to be beautiful the background is going to be refreshed Mm -hmm. everything is going up in the world and we we didn't think about it until like if we'd thought about it a couple months earlier, we could have aligned yeah. it better with episode two hundred. But we're like, just the fact that it is in the works, it's in the middle of happening. Mm-hmm. And really, and you can attest to it being the most beautiful stuff be we've so ever seen. So
1: beautiful, you guys. So beautiful. So
0: beautiful. Yeah. The final thing I needed to talk about is our goal. <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> when we first started this podcast in October twenty nineteen. Dear God. Okay, we set up our Patreon. And we set a goal that we thought was a joke. It was, if we yeah. ever reach $5,000 a month of support, we will dye our hair peach. Yep. We'll go peach. Which means, I guess that means we'll go blonde and then dye it go peach. Go blonde right?
1: and then peach. <laughs>
0: peach it up. We did not think this would happen. But it still hasn't happened, we are, luckily. It still has not happened, but... <laughs> We are at 78% of our way there. And we did the maths mm-hmm. just before recording. We would need 216 new people to sign up. In some ways, that's a lot of people. Yeah. In other ways, it's not.
1: <laughs> In other ways, that's something that could happen very quickly. If,
0: <laughs> and if it only put has to, to happen <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, it only has to happen once. Yeah, right. Like it, it doesn't have to stay. If we ever hit
1: that number,
0: if we ever hit that number, it locks it in. (laughs) It locks it in, and we have to dye our hair peach. So first of all, we knew that people were asking about an update about this because Patreon recently removed that thing from the profile. Weirdly, like you can't see our us tracking that goal anymore for whatever reason. Um, so we wanted to let you know, but also in celebration of two hundred, we were like, if you were thinking of signing up and you wanted us to dye our hair peach which is so funny and horrifying, but like would also be fun. I was just saying, early and I was like, that's not the summer aesthetic I was imagining, yeah. but
1: it, I could lean into that. It could still be really cute. I would have to like that. completely change my wardrobe. I think if my hair was pink, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to wear colors that don't go with that. You know, I've never yeah, thought about that because my hair is always dark. So that yeah. would be something to think about. It's How so long boring. do you think we would have after hitting that goal? Like what's our timeline that we have to dye our hair peach in?
0: I think within a month. I think within the, yeah, the month. I think, I think it would it. take
1: multiple sessions to get to the right color, right? Like I think that's the other thing. It's not just going to happen overnight. <laughs> Good God! So that's dedication to the pod right there.
0: That's <laughs> dedication to the pod. And every to every every uh, whiff of bleach I get, I'll think of you, my dear patrons. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> you did this to us.
0: <laughs> um, I've said for a while now that I I really see myself dying my hair. A crazy color one more time in my life yeah i don't see myself really doing it in my like 30s and 40s i agree with obviously that, that could change yeah. that could change i'm not saying and i do know people who are in those ages and have colored hair like mm-hmm. i think it's cool but i just personally am like i did it in my mid-20s i thought it was fun yeah. then I'm, i've been out of it and i'm like i feel like i have one more go in me <laughs> i'll do it one more time yeah and then i'll like go back to brown forever right so this would be the last time I ever do it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's been a while since I've dyed my hair crazy colors too. I want to say like, maybe like seven years ago, my hair was like purple and blue and green, which I really liked. Yeah, but I'm like, am I too far removed from that person? Mm, I have a know. different life.
0: <laughs> How much do you listen to Paramore? That's the real
1: question. Zero um, percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um okay so there's our housekeeping and our notices and our thanks and we really do mean them all we're so excited to be here at episode 200 but that brings us to our next section i have a few interview questions (laughs) to ask raylene i I did this at episode 100 yeah that's true which was like two years ago yeah it was the last time i was
1: visiting you that was the that was the thing oh my god we, episode wow, 100 right. somehow worked out with the time that we were spending together we were together oh, for a oh, week and it right. just perfectly worked out so that's crazy. sorry we're not, not reunited for this episode people we didn't yeah i wish for that
0: <sighs> oh, okay my fr- i only have four questions okay. my first question very simple how do you feel about reaching episode 200
1: i can't believe that we've done it <laughs> And I like mostly I just can't I can't understand how that much time has passed. It's so true. It's kind of the thing. Because if you think about it, two hundred yeah. episodes. If we yeah. did one every single week, there's roughly yeah. fifty weeks in a year. That means we've been yeah. doing this for like four years now. Four years. Which it's is nuts. just crazy. It's nuts. It's crazy. <laughs> um, which it just feels like it's all gone by in a blink, and we've like gone yes. through so much in the time since oh we started god. this podcast. Like you obviously... got
0: engaged, married, bought a house, you got bought a, a hat, got a new pandemic job, pandemic bought a house, <laughs> whole pandemic I happened moved in the multiple middle there. times. Like, <laughs> yeah, same.
1: Oh my it's god, been, like, well, it's been a crazy ugh. four years, but it's cool that we have a place to track it as well, which I think is just awesome yeah i love this little time capsule i god and it's just been fun spending 200 hours talking to you <laughs> yeah buddy yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right my next question what percentage of
1: people in your real life know about the pod <sighs> well that's an interesting question
0: yeah because um, i'm basically curious like is this something you tell people about is it or is this like a secret life for you
1: <laughs> that's a great question do percentage of people, people in my life um okay well here's the thing I work with a lot of people I don't talk to all of them so let's just imagine it's the seven people that I interact with the yeah. most at work I've probably told five of them okay like most okay. of the people I work with know uh, it just doesn't come up very often but every now and then people sure. will be like what do you do on Mondays and I'll be like well <laughs> let me tell you and um so then I let people know so I would say probably like Eighty-six percent of the people in my life probably okay. do know. Like, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of people who don't know, and I don't think that there's anyone I can think off the top of my head. But I'm sure that there are people. So yeah, I would estimate eighty-six percent. Most people know. I love that. That's an a name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool.
0: I was like, is she keeping a secret? Does she? No. Not want I feel to know like
1: <laughs> a couple of years ago, it might have been slightly more secret. Mm, but yeah. now, I just say everybody knows because I'm so proud of the podcast. Like, I'm not afraid to tell people about it. Yes. It's not just like a Sweet. weird little thing that I do. In a basement yeah. with just you, like you know, it's <laughs> yeah. a cool thing that we do, and it's a community, yeah. and like it's it's awesome. <laughs> I love. I podcast. totally, I totally agree. Yeah. Okay,
0: my next question: How do you think that the podcast has affected the way you read? Ooh, It's mm-hmm. a great. I don't question. know if there. You could say no. It hasn't. Like it might not have.
1: Yeah, I feel like the podcast specifically hasn't changed the way I read. I feel like starting like booktube changed the way I read and just like getting older changed the way I read Mm -hmm. like we've both stopped reading YA and I think that was just a natural progression of my reading I don't think that any specific medium did that um I would say I don't know I feel like it's also just naturally happened like that we started reading like lots of Japanese translated fiction that kind of just happened I don't think it was because of the podcast that's just kind of where we're at now so yeah yeah, I would say I don't think the podcast has changed me I mean I do have a lot of cat books now I don't know why that happened (laughs) or how that started (laughs) but I think it started during the podcast so maybe that definitely maybe that
0: (laughs) I would say that the only thing I can think of is that I become maniacal about reading on Sundays now because I want to finish my book in time for Monday recording. That's true. I can kind of relate to that.
1: As soon as Friday rolls around, I'm like, I should try and start reading this this book. Or I
0: need to finish this because what else am I going to talk about on the podcast? Um, No, that's fair. Yeah. So I do feel a little bit of pressure to like read a book a week. Right. which does not happen but I feel the pressure anyway. Yeah. Okay, the final question is what is your favorite merch item that we've ever
1: made? Yellow ball cap.
0: Yeah, it's a classic. I love it? it and I don't
1: have one, which is the funniest thing. It's my favorite item You're but right. I don't own one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we gotta get you one. we gotta get me one i don't know why every I time we for try that. and order it for raylene we like it just doesn't end up
1: <laughs> but i love i love a cute ball cap and i just think that yellow is so cute and it's so cute. would look really nice with my hair so i really want
0: yeah that. yeah my mom wears it every day in the summertime oh she's like God. this is my summer cap when she walks the dog, so and i'm just like that's just the cutest thing i ever saw
1: <laughs> i love that i can totally picture that <sighs>
0: all right well that was my interview for Raylene at episode 200, a couple thoughts on the pod, a few moments to reflect. Um, it is now time to open a present. <laughs> oh, when I, I tell you so that this package has been burning a hole in my desk drawer
1: <laughs> for months. And yeah, I was gonna oh, say maybe weeks. The funniest thing about this whole present situation is you can really see the difference in our personalities. <gasps> Ariel has had that you just like months, right? Like it's actually been a couple of months. Because I was so scared that it wouldn't, not that it wouldn't get to you in time, but that I wouldn't finish what it was in time. Because there's like Mm -hmm. there's something special in there made by Ruben. Um, And then this package (laughs) here from Ariel, I got a few days ago.
0: Was it scary? Ex- it was scary. I sent the
1: express post quick mail uh, <laughs> less than a week before today. I was so scared about that. I was like, but, eh, it arrived. It'll get there. So it's all good. It'll okay. get there. I love it. it not work the there. Quiet confidence. <laughs> you're like, don't worry about it. It'll be fine.
0: No, yeah, don't worry. Yeah, because I remember I talked to you. I was like, all right, well, I, the truth is I haven't sent it yet, so I'll send it tomorrow. And you, like, you basically head in your hands were just like, it
1: was a Monday. It was last <laughs> Monday that you said this. I was like, you're going to send it tomorrow. <laughs> Not today. (laughs) It's all good, though. I want to say I'm kind of glad that I didn't have it for the past few months because I can only imagine the temptation that you must have felt having that in your possession for that I literally,
0: I tucked it into a drawer because I had had it on my desk for like a week and I just kept side-eyeing it. I was like, God, I could just... No, no. Put it in your drawer. <laughs> Don't look at it. Um, Hide it. Okay, but do you want to tell
1: everyone what our kind of prompt was for this? Topic? Yes. Okay, let's see if I can remember. Take it back super far. So what we kind of decided was we wanted to give each other one book and one item. And the yes. theme was very general, very, you yeah. know, weird. We just said the past 100 episodes. The something theme to is the past 100 episodes. With the so that can mean a lot of episodes. things. It could mean anything. Um, so when I was picking what I wanted to gift to you um, for the book and the item, I kind of just like went through, like I just looked at the past 100 episodes we've put out. That's what I did. And was like looking at the titles and I was like, okay, all right, what was the predominant theme here? And I yes. um, I came up with something that I think is really nice. So
0: Okay, well, maybe I should start it off then. Yeah. I'm
1: so excited live opening on the pod. Yeah, it would be fun Slice if you could figure out what my thing. theme is, but I can't remember. I wrote you a note, but I can't remember what I wrote on it. Okay, <laughs> let's see what
0: I've got in here. Okay, is there a package in a package? There no. might be. Sorry. I don't know. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. I'll start Should I start with the note, the book or the item? I can start feel with the note. F- start with the note I if you can get it out. all three in here. Okay. I've got a beautiful blue letter. It says Ariel on it. There's a heart.
1: Okay, I think I got you a nice card. I honestly can't remember. It's been so long since I sent
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. There are all these
1: adorable dolphins. Oh, what does it say on it so again? Cute. I think it was something kind of it funny. It just says E. <laughs> oh, I thought it Never mind. <laughs> Maybe it's on the inside. <laughs>
0: Please enjoy this all-porpoise greeting card. That's what it was. Yeah. I was Yay. looking for a card that was fairly blank. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Ariel, happy 20th, sorry, 200th episode. Happy 20th <laughs> anniversary, pal. this is crazy I'm so lucky to call you my friend and to get to hang out with you every week and talk about books 200 episodes down only 2,659 to go (gasps) that's the number of weeks until we're 80 (laughs) to many more buddy reads love Raylene oh that's perfect I love that okay I'll start with
1: the book Okay.
0: oh my god (laughs) in limbo by Deb J.J. Lee. So, Ooh, a stunning so debut graphic pretty. memoir that explores the intersection of mental health and the Korean-American diaspora, it says. "Raylene, this looks unbelievably unbe-
1: stunning. And Ariel, do you want to know the best part? Yeah? I bought a copy for myself, too, and we're going to no. buddy read it. Yeah. Damn it. Isn't That's that That's thoughtful. Nice? <laughs> Because the theme that I picked for this book, something I noticed over the past 100 episodes is that we, mostly me, but we kind of like betrayed (laughs) each other and performed some revenge on each other quite a lot through the past 100 episodes. And we also, every time we read a graphic novel together, we had a great time. It's so true. So I decided we would bury the hatchet, no more revenge, just like have a good time reading a graphic novel together. Damn it. That's beautiful. It's about men. friendship. It's all about friendship, <laughs> and it was just one of the most beautiful looking graphic novels I've seen in a long time. So. No
0: kidding. So it says, and this is important. You wrote inside the book. Oh, yeah. You wrote, Ariel. I promise not to read this without you. <laughs> Raylene, twenty
1: twenty three. Adorable. It's so pretty. Yeah. Yep. I'm so
0: excited for us to do a FaceTime call and read this right? together.
1: And it's a nice, like, chunky one, too. It's not like a... It is. It's a good It's not too short, so... We'll be able to spend some quality time together. You also included this sticker... (laughs) I forgot I put that in there.
0: That was a joke. (laughs) Of Tom Nook and uh, Timmy or Tommy, and it just says the Nooks, but they're, like, breaking bad. They're so
1: scary. It's one of the most heinous <laughs> stickers i've ever seen so i just had to give it to you
0: <laughs> that is perfect. perfect i've never heard of this one really and i haven't seen yeah neither had i i did a lot of
1: digging cuz i wanted to find something that sounded not only like something we would both really love but also yeah. was new and i would kn- like i knew that you wouldn't accidentally buy it for yourself Or at least I was pretty confident that you wouldn't. I had to dig pretty far to find that one.
0: I was wondering, there was such a small percentage chance of this, but I was wondering what if we bought each other the same book? I've been thinking that for weeks. Yeah.
1: (laughs) How funny would that be?
0: Funny and also a little sad. Yeah. Um, Okay. I'm pulling out the gift. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) I believe this to be a crocheted case for my e-reader. It is
1: indeed. So that was another theme. Uh the week before Ariel hauled her little green Kobo case. I Oops. was making that. And it smells good. Oh, does it? Is that just you? That must just be me. That's just my natural odor. <laughs> That's um, just me enjoying your pheromones. <laughs>
0: well,
1: yeah, I was... Uh, actually, I think I... No, I knitted that. It's not crochet, but good guess. Sorry. Um, yeah, I knitted that. And I was like, I need to make Ariel something for her little kobo. This would be so perfect. Yes. But then, of course, you bought yourself a case. So hopefully it fits in there. I just kind of guessed.
0: Oh, I'm sure it will. I literally don't know where i put it right now but we'll in my b-roll footage i'll put in it slipping beautifully in there because oh, i'm do. sure it'll please fit do. and i'll send you a photo but it is so pretty it's also very me colors yes that was the um, other thing
1: um but that isn't the beautiful. only thing that no, i got for you there might I've be i've something... got something
0: here as well he, he, he
1: open which up which means you notes. cheated no because, because you knew about the kobo case you guessed and so i told That's you true. i was so, gonna get cause... you something else <laughs>
0: Basically, when I told Raylene about the case, I was like, oh, I think I upset her. What did I do? And I was like, oh, I think she made me a case. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, did you make me a case? And you're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I added hey. to the theme
1: of friendship with this one. Oh, cool.
0: Okay, so you sent me some Nintendo eShop dollars, Mm -hmm. a gift card, and it says, it has been decreed on this adorable (laughs) ghost stationery, very sheets-like, it has been decreed that you must use these funds to purchase that game known as Button City so that we may enjoy it together as friends. I hope you don't own it already. I have never even heard of it.
1: Look it up. You've got to look it up now before we continue. It's so cute. You're going to love it
0: button city oh my god i want to be this little fox right no the bunny oh my god wait raylene what is it it's so cute
1: it's just like i don't know i don't know i haven't played it yet i bought it for myself (laughs) and it's just like you play i don't even know if you play as that little fox but the art style is very cute kind of reminded me of other games that you've played yeah and i looked up things that are like animal crossing things that are like unboxing you know like the games that you've been yeah. playing and it's somewhere in between all of those things like it's kind of like it's, it, the art style kind of looks like a short hike a little bit or like hayden yes, park but it's got like aesthetic thinking. like 90s colors yes so it's really cool so
0: is it co-op or is it just we'll play i it think it's same single time.
1: player we're just gonna have to okay cool play it yeah 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 together. talk about it yeah
0: <laughs> that is beautiful actually very genuinely that's this is kind of exactly what I want for summer. Like, I want to play some fun video yeah. games. I want to read more graphic novels. Um, so this is perfect. And even though I have a case, this is a better case. It's a special okay. it's, It
1: could be your winter special. case for your coat. It needs a sweater.
0: <laughs> I, I have seasons. That's just so beautiful. Thank you, Ray. you All right. Slice that bag open, right? Oh I'm really hoping the thing I got you is
1: fine. <laughs> I'm sure it will be just fine. I got out my scissors okay I'm not going to try and do this on camera it's too hard okay it's been sliced okay okay Let there I is with. I feel a package that's a book oh you've wrapped yep. both things should I open the book or the little package first
0: actually yeah pull everything out because you're right it's I did all wrap, wrap it all right? individually
1: okay. yeah oh and there is a
0: little card okay cool start with the card start okay, with the card so this card
1: is very cute For Raylene at 200 Eps, is what it says. It's very (laughs) tiny. I love how small this is. I know, it's little. It's got cute washi tape on it. A classic. Oh, this is so cute. What What a cute little card. Oh my gosh. It's like a little oval with gold stuff on it and a flower wow you wrote so much okay i know oops (laughs) happy 200th episode wow when we started recording the podcast you were 24 can you believe that we're turning 29 this year how dare you first of all we're in our fourth year of podcasting and i feel like we're in a sweet spot how can i ever get sick of talking about our reading with my best pal here's to 200 more that's what i think huh there's more over here i still sometimes think of the pod as a little thing on the side but no 200 eps Four years. Every week, we sit down to make a good show, to make people laugh, to think about books. Uh, to think about books. That was the end of a sentence. How lucky are we? I feel pretty lucky. Thanks for saying yes when I asked you to be my co-host all those years ago, and for building this beautiful project with me. I love you, Ariel, 2023. Oh, that's so cute. Yay! That's so nice. I'm gonna savor that little <laughs> card, and we'll live in this book forever. Okay. book or object. Uh, book. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. When the package arrived, I was like it's so small what did she send me that's so tiny and like the book is really tiny so that is little is extremely exciting to me i know (laughs) we love ourselves a tiny book i'm so excited about this what is it gonna be (laughs) okay it's a book called two old women which i love that's a great start an alaska legend of betrayal courage and survival by velma wallace and it says 20th anniversary edition yeah. as well so it's like a classic kind of maybe not classic but let's see <clears throat> on the back it says based on an athabaskan indian legend passed along for many generations from mothers to daughters of the upper yukon river valley in alaska this is the suspenseful shocking ultimately inspirational tale of two old women abandoned by their tribe <laughs> during a brutal winter famine that's Ooh. You and that's <laughs> you. This is so cool. Okay, I'm just it flipping sounds through cool, it. It's cool, right? It also has like very yes. large font, which is nice. Yes. And it has and photos. Images. Oh, this is super cool. Look at this art. Wow. I love it.
0: Uh, and there's a little drawing at the beginning. Um, of the two old ladies in their hut. Oh, my goodness. And I just wrote next to it, that's us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's us. You also wrote, to us in 60 years, two old women on a porch laughing and reading. That's so, so cute.
0: my inspiration for it like from the past 100 episodes yeah. was that episode where we talked about how we want to
1: like yeah. be doing the
0: podcast until we're old ladies oh, i love it i and know i've never and even so, heard of
1: this I, this is the best type of gift like
0: i know it's very surprising right yeah. like same with my graphic novel i uh i found this book and i was like that is perfect i like that it's short that it's um like kind of a memory nonfiction fictiony yeah. uh like Legend. I don't. I was like. I think Raylene will like this. Absolutely. I feel like you might like it. Who knows? It's I think I dark, will. But. And
1: it's such a cute addition. Like I really love it. It's yeah. very petite. Like it's not very so tall. pretty. And I was about to hold it up next to a secret book that you don't know anything about yet and <gasps> compare the size, but that would have been that would have been unfortunate. Um, I
0: also felt like if you didn't like it, it's so short with giant so text short. that you won't spend that much time reading. <laughs>
1: it's true for context people. It's 127 pages, and the font is huge. Like it almost looks like a middle grade book the way that yeah. like, the font is and stuff. Well, that's perfect. Yeah. I love that so much. Okay, sweet. I'm now going to open right, my little for item. item oh boy this thing Let's see what we got <laughs> i don't know why i feel anxious <laughs> and i'm so curious because you asked me a question about mm-hmm. this item like to help figure something out and it made me very curious as to what the hell it could possibly be do you have any guesses okay okay what do we well, have you've already here? Seen it. oh okay what do we have here oh ariel that's so cute <laughs> it's a little like book stamp with my name yes. on it and I an made you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. I saw the archival ink, and I was immediately taken back to being a receptionist. I had one thing exactly like oh this God, at my office really? job. <laughs> it's I so immediately funny. knew what it was.
0: So I love ex libris stamps. those are like the stamps you use to like uh, be like this book is mine or whatever, yeah. like, or this book belongs to. Oh and so the the words for that oh, is ex, ex libris but I did catus ex libris, yeah. which is the Latin word for cat. Oh
1: my gosh. And
0: then I designed the little stamp and then carved it. And that's why I asked you what name you want to use because I was like, it has to have your correct name. So you product.
1: designed this whole thing? Yeah, I drew it. Oh I drew my it.
0: God. I, I cut it. I carved it. I sanded the wood. The I did everything. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's insanely cool. <laughs> What the hell! (laughs) Isn't that so pretty? I'm like really, really happy with how it came out. And the basically, I was like, I'm not going to expect really to stamp all of her books. Yeah. But if I thought if you wanted to, it could be cute to stamp all of your cat books because they're part of a collection. Definitely at the very least. And so one day when I die
1: and my my cat books are being sold off to whoever wants them, they'll know where they came from. (laughs) Exactly. That's genius. I'm definitely gonna do that.
0: So the reason that the ink pad is in a Ziploc bag is because, like, the last thing you do when you make a stamp is you have to stamp the top of the wood mm. so that you can then oh, know what that stamp yeah. is. But I was like, I don't have my own ink pad. I'm going to have to use the one I bought for Raylene. So I had to <laughs> open your ink pad, use it to stamp it. And then I was like, I guess I'll put it in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, it's safe <laughs> now.
1: That's what I want. It's funny. This is reminiscent of that time I sent you a Ziploc full of tea bags. <laughs>
0: yes oh my god (laughs) yeah yes coming in clutch that's so funny oh this is
1: beautiful thank you so much i was so (sighs) confused because you said you asked me what name i would want if i were to get something engraved and i was like is she getting me a watch like what (laughs) is this i was so confused (laughs) but this is
0: perfect this is perfect i love it i'm glad that you like it it was really fun to make i love i love carving rubber it's so satisfying i bet because it just like i did yeah it's just like although it's tough with like letters because like yeah i don't understand if you how do you a little that. mistake it won't look like a letter anymore yeah so anyways i had a lot of fun making it and i'm glad that you like it oh and i you'll love have to it i've never had something so like photo. personalized
1: and cool is that like, so
0: custom it's yeah nobody else will ever you'll have, have to like send that. me a photo when you stamp a book because i want to see
1: i'm gonna go stamp a, a book, book stamp. since we're done
0: here <laughs> i'm excited that's so funny, too, that you had the same ink when you were a receptionist. Yeah. Something about that makes me laugh.
1: It is pretty mm-hmm. hilarious. Like, it's exact same brand. Like, same, same, same. I same. got it at
0: Michael's. <laughs> there you
1: go. That all makes sense. Ah,
0: <laughs> uh, well, now that we've, excuse me, now that we've given each other books, let's talk about reading books mm-hmm. we've already given each other in the past. Oh, God. Raylene and I were think we're scheming for this episode, mm-hmm. and we were like, we should, like, read something for the episode like we should have some sort of an assigned reading activity what could be fun and we were like what if we read a book that we've given each other in the past Mm -hmm. as a way to sort of like finally get to them yeah but also just celebrate the friendship and the pod blah 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 so we then decided to take it one step farther (laughs) and make reading vlogs about them. So Mm -hmm. we're gonna insert those into the episode, but of course they're reading vlogs. It's a visual experience, Mm -hmm. but it's also an audio experience. So if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, you'll still have fun. Um, So Raylene, how about you start us off? What did you read? And I'm ready to watch your vlog. Yes, so so curious. (laughs)
1: This was so fun because when I went to my shelves, like in my head, I was like, oh, there's maybe like four books that I have to pick Mm. from. I have, I had like eight options because you've sent me a lot of books and i have read a bunch of them but somehow there's just so many um that's so funny so i decided to go with and this was kind of during mashed potato may as well so i wanted to double it up with a book that i found to be a mashed potato book and so i finally read lonely castle (gasps) in the mirror by yes that's awesome yeah that's so awesome all right inserting vlog here so I'm at the beginning of my secret read, number one. I am reading Lonely Castle in the Mirror by Mizuki Tsujimura, and I am now about 50, hi Simon, 50 to 60 pages into this right now, and I am loving it this book is about a young girl named kokoro who is in grade seven she has been bullied and is now suffering from you know depression and anxiety from that and she stops going to school and then one day when she's at home alone her mirror starts to glow and she goes through it it becomes a portal to a castle and when she's at the castle she meets six other young teens who are in a similar situation to her and they are all told that there's a key somewhere in this castle and if they find it they can get their wish granted whatever their wish may be but only one of them can have their wish granted so at the moment where i'm at in the book all of them are kind of just like getting used to being around each other getting used to the idea of this but they are obviously Hoping to find this key so that they can have their wish granted. so far this is really good. i find it very easy to read, absolutely loving it, and i'm so excited to read more. all right so i am now on page 152 of the book and i forgot to mention before it's just over 350 pages so i'm nearing the halfway point. oh willow's climbing a tree. i am really enjoying this so far. i'm loving kind of seeing different like cultural differences that i've never maybe really noticed in a japanese book like this is all about junior high students and there's one part where one of them goes home and when they come back to the castle he's dyed his hair like kind of a dark blonde and they're all like whoa and they like start looking at him differently because he did that and he starts like acting differently a little bit which i found really interesting but i'm also really just enjoying their journey of being at the castle like sometimes kokoro will go there a lot like every single day and sometimes she will not go for a week because you know something that someone said kind of set her off or you know made her feel less than in some way or another. There isn't really like an adventure aspect to the book at least not yet. The characters haven't really tried to look for the key but they uh, and they haven't really been discussing with each other too much like what their wishes are. So far in the book they haven't really talked with each other too much about the fact that none of them are going to school but it is starting to like get revealed at the point that I'm at and there is also kind of like a plot twist where they found out that one of the one of the people who's there is not actually living in japan like all of them are japanese which is another thing that i've been thinking about like are there other castles is it just in their imagination like there's a lot that is kind of unsaid or unknown right now and may forever be unknown because this is kind of a magical realism book. But that was like a thing that shook them all to their cores because they found out that one of them actually lives somewhere else and so is like on a total like is in a different time zone and all that stuff. And so it kind of changes, you know, the whole dynamic of their group and how they all see this particular person. So I thought that was very interesting. But yeah, I still have a little ways to go, so I will hopefully update you guys a couple more times um before I finish the book. Right, so I have now about three quarters of the way through the book I'm on page 235 and I wanted to give a quick update before I zoom through the rest of the book because I feel like I am about to do that it's gotten really juicy (laughs) it's like the only way I can describe this it was kind of meandering for a while but it's gotten to a point where it's like oh okay it's starting to be unveiled like what is going on or at least the kids are starting to try and figure out what's going on. Um, They spent a lot of the beginning and middle of the book not really communicating with each other that much and like getting to know each other and that was their fatal flaw. At this point, they're starting to talk to each other more and they're learning things about each other and it's showing them patterns, you know, things that are similar between them and etc. So they're starting to like unveil the mystery of the castle and kind of experiment with that. So really, really enjoying where it's going and i'm excited but also terrified to see where it goes because i feel like it could go in a very sad direction potentially also i wanted to recommend this to people who love the movie your name i feel like it had some similar vibes going on so this is the first book i've ever encountered that was kind of similar to it in any way so i really wanted to give a strong recommendation for this if you like that or are into like slice of life sci-fi anime at all this fits the bill so I just finished the book and um, I ended up really liking it. I would say it kind of it kind of dipped for me a little bit around like the halfway to three-quarter mark. I, I just kind of felt like characters weren't communicating with each other enough. If they had just spoken to each other a lot of things could have been figured out sooner and um, a lot of like, confusions wouldn't have happened, and so that kind of was a little bit irritating to me, honestly. I also felt like the main character just had certain knowledge that allowed things to happen in the plot that wouldn't have actually happened if she hadn't had this really specific (laughs) knowledge. So that was kind of bugging me a little bit but once I got past that and things started to kind of be unveiled a bit more I really started to get into it. I just wanted to say again how much this felt like an anime like it felt like the type of plot that you would only really ever see in anime which was really fun. At the beginning it just kind of seems like magical realism and there's you know the rules of the world aren't really um, expressly obvious but as the book goes on you kind of get to see like everything had a purpose In the castle which was really cool so i really ended up enjoying that so yeah this is like a solid four star read i would definitely recommend it to people who love anime and who like magical realism you know pretty good stuff so yeah glad that I finally read this and thank you so much to Ariel for sending it to me like two years ago
0: okay I just watched Raylene's vlog first of all I was obsessed with how truly every shot had a different (laughs) makeup hairstyle and shirt like you clearly did film on different days yeah yeah it
1: took me a couple of weeks to read it because the problem like we've talked about this a little bit yes um is that We were reading these books in secret while also just like having to read for the podcast. And so I would read it in like tiny little increments. And um, so it took me a really long time to get through it. But I ended up really enjoying it, like I said in the vlog. What a relief. I know, right? Because it was also a mashed potato book. Like I'd been waiting. Yeah. So I was like, this book is going to be so good. And like, it's going to break my heart. It's going to do all these things. And so I was so excited and nervous to read it and ended up really enjoying it. So that worked out.
0: At the end of the vlog, when you said that I gave it to you two years ago, I was like, oh my, wow. Like, I didn't realize it had been that long. Yeah. Time really had passed. Because
1: I remember it was for my birthday and it wasn't last year. It wasn't last year for my birthday. I was just moving (laughs) at that time. I remember I was at my apartment still when you got me this book. So, I mean, two years isn't too bad. I feel like I no, did pretty good. No, it's not too good. bad. I feel but like it, it still good.
0: doesn't feel like... I felt like that was... I gave you that a year ago, yeah, maybe. Like, I, that's what it I feels agree. like in my bones. Yeah. I'm so glad you liked it. I didn't realize that it was such magical realism Yeah. I didn't realize that when I gave it to you. Yeah. Um, and the whole time, I was just thinking, God, that's a pretty cover. I know. Like, it's so good. It's art
1: it's art it really is okay it really is and actually there's another cool cover that i feel like doesn't really fit the vibe of the book but it's if you just look up alternate covers it's i think it's the like canadian u.s cover and it's actually yeah. found like i found it in the fantasy section at indigo when i went one time and i was like what yes
0: i think you said yeah that to me. and it
1: like it makes it look like a fantasy book and this book like i would say it's more magical realism than it is fantasy so i feel like that kind of misrepresents it a little bit but yeah it's also kind of got a sci-fi aspect which is kind of that's really interesting yeah (laughs) it was really Mm. i know i was surprised by how it was a lot more complex than i thought it was going to be like i thought it was just kind of a book about a young girl going through it you know being a young person and not having a good time but it was so much more complicated than that like there were so Mm. many like background things happening and like i said it really did remind me of an anime like it had plot points that i've only ever seen in anime and like world right. setups that i've only ever seen in anime which i feel like is a really cool and made it a really cool book
0: that is cool yeah. kind of and more perfect for you as well yeah. as who really oh, it was anime. awesome
1: it was yeah it was just what i needed
0: what a relief what a relief now i'm um, really scared about yours <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna add interestingly your vlog and review and everything actually made me want to read it less oh because yeah. i just didn't I don't know I'm like not not in the mood for something that's slightly fantasy ish yeah
1: yeah and it is yeah I would I would is. say it is very much like a lot of the book yeah. takes place in this mysterious castle which is like another world basically right. like right. the main character and these other kids enter into this other world and like get to know each other there but it's like it's a strange castle that has a mystery yeah. and like yeah it is very much more fantastical like I don't think that you would like it so
0: that's, yeah that's so interesting yeah, good so to know. great Glad you read it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, the book that I picked that you gave me, I instantly knew, when we thought up this idea, I instantly knew it was gonna be
1: this one, if only because I knew I could read it quickly. (laughs) Yeah. This is fun, because I honestly don't remember any of the books I've given you, other than Swimming Studies, and I know it's not that one.
0: (laughs) I picked A Map to the Sun. (gasps) Yeah. Yes, by Sloane Um. I don't remember how long ago you gave me this, but I think It was it's episode also been... 100,
1: I think. No. It was last time I visited you, Ariel, which That's was episode 100. That's so funny. That is really... <laughs> like, I have distinct memories because you wanted books about sports. Yeah, yeah. So I got you that and swimming studies. And then yes. I wanted books about Parasite. And you gave me a couple of books for that.
0: Yes. Oh, I'm like wow. an elephant.
1: I never forget. You
0: are... <laughs> railing never forgets (laughs) folks um so it's been a while for this book as well and it's been sitting on my shelf this beautiful spine calling out to me ever since you gave it to me so it was time to finally read it so now it is time for you to watch my vlog. Hey everyone, for the book I'm reading that Reline has gifted to me at some point in our relationship, I have chosen Map to the Sun by Sloane Leong. This is a book she gave me last year. Gosh, it might've been two years ago <laughs> that I think truly does sound right up my alley. It is a graphic novel, which is one of my favorite reading genres, but it's also a book about sport. And I, it's funny because I don't think of myself as a sporty person. I don't really watch much sport, but I love reading about sport. So I'm very excited to dive in and to give you some updates along the way. Hey everyone. So I've just sat down after a very long day, very long day. There's two things going on. First of all, I've decided not to read the synopsis. And it's been long enough that I don't remember what Raylene said the book was about. So I obviously know it's about basketball because there's basketball on the front cover here. But other than that, I don't remember. The other thing is a girl has just come on stage and she's surfing. I've been thinking about trying surfing, which is, isn't that crazy? I don't seem like a surfing gal, but this is kind of making me feel like I should (laughs) based on these uh, six panels where it just looks very pretty indeed. Hello, so I'm at page 151 and I would say like up to page 120, it really didn't have anything to do with sport. It was sort of just establishing a bunch of these female teenage characters. Um, who have now been recruited to be a part of a basketball team. So far, I'm feeling like the book is a little dreary. It feels quite sad and hopeless, and I'm finding it pretty stressful to read, actually. Um, they're all quite downtrodden, and I guess I... I'm hoping that the arc of the book is going to be that the basketball team, like, brings them a lot of spark and joy into their life, but right now it's a pretty sad book. One thing I wanted to point out was I originally, just through flipping through the book, thought that this color scheme was really beautiful. And it obviously is just like, if you're just looking at one panel or or one page or whatever, but it's actually really distracting. (laughs) I feel like the pages were printed on colorful paper because it affects, the color of like the text boxes and stuff. It becomes a little harder to read things. I feel like a lot of the pages look muddy because I can't really see what's going on very clearly. And it also sort of confuses me about which characters are which because their hair colors are constantly changing, their skin color is constantly changing. And while individually the pages look really stunning, I couldn't figure out why the color palette kept changing. Like it didn't feel like it was part of the story. So I couldn't tell why it was happening. I finished the book. I finished it last night. And it was super readable, so quick to fly through. A lot of the pages didn't have text on them. So it was easy to just kind of absorb the images and keep on going a little bit like a movie. I felt like the book had a little bit of a rocky start. I wasn't connecting with the characters very much. I felt like there was a whole plot line that sort of just didn't matter partway through. And then the, the basketball thing, I was like, this feels like really just plopped in here. I don't get what's going on. But as the book crescendoed, it definitely kind of pulled together for me more. I liked the camaraderie of the, the team, of the, the women's basketball team. <laughs> I will say the color scheme kind of didn't make much sense to me. And also, this book suffered from a thing that I've noticed a lot in young adult fiction, which is just characters screaming at each other and not ever listening to each other. And it feels like quite forced conflict. Like, it doesn't feel real. It's just like, if you would just listen to the other person, if you would stop shouting or stop running away or stop leaving a room mid-sentence, you would fix this conflict literally right away. So that's always going to be a sticking point for me. But overall, it was a fun journey reading Map to the Sun. So there you have it, Ray. I read Map to the Sun. It was kind of a mix. It was a little bit of a rocky road. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. there was... Things that I totally did enjoy and liked, and it really, like, probably my favorite part of the book was the basketball. Oh, so, awesome. like, the sports part was sick, and, like, the montage scenes where you saw them playing yeah. basketball and, like, motivating each other and training and all that. Yeah. Like, I loved that stuff. But then, like I mentioned in the vlog bit, there were some things that I were I felt like they weren't fully pulled together. Mm-hmm. Um Like I had just read a graphic novel literally the day before, where spoilers for next week, where um the author does the thing where it's like when it's in the past, the all of the colors are a bit sepia, yeah, it's like sepia toned, or when it's night, the colors are are all a bit darker, Mm. and so the color scheme and changes impacted the story in a really powerful, beautiful way. But in this book, the colors just like I would just flip the page it wouldn't be a new chapter it wouldn't be anything but it would just suddenly the color scheme would totally change and i didn't understand yeah i didn't understand why i was like it's cool but it's not lining up with the story and like obviously it's a graphic novel so the graphics have to also kind of make sense. it's true
1: it's almost like they just were trying to do something different yeah but it didn't necessarily work (laughs) yeah
0: so yeah, like I said, a bit of a mixed bag, but overall, I did I did enjoy um, reading it and vlogging about it, it was fun. Um, so it feels good to have another
1: book finished on the old TBR, huh? Yeah, especially because <laughs> like I feel like you probably do. You have a lot of graphic novels unread still on your shelf, or are you kind of powering? Through Honestly, them?
0: not that many. Yeah, but I so I uh, have posted some videos on Patreon, some vlogs of books I've been reading. Oh yeah. Have you seen those?
1: I haven't watched them, but I saw that they went up.
0: Do you know what books they are? Yes. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do indeed. That's no problem. That's no problem. Uh, we'll talk about those on the episode next week. Those are the books I'll be reviewing probably next week. Mm-hmm um but when i posted those i had somebody request that i do that like next month's video be a video of my graphic novel collection and so i'm gonna do that for patreon and i'm like that'll be a chance for me to count because i don't know how many graphic novels i have i don't know how many of them are read versus unread i feel like i've read most of them but it, it would be good to know yeah it would be good to know well i love that we did that and it was kind of fun too because Like, the whole time I was reading it, I was thinking about you. I was like, Raylene bought me this book. So it felt like a very podcasty thing to Mm -hmm. do. Now, let's talk about the other book we read. Oh, yeah. Okay? So we thought it would be fun to do a buddy read. Mm -hmm. Because we've noticed that whenever we do buddy reads, they're always fun to talk about on the podcast. It's enjoyable to record together, Mm -hmm. like, talking about the same book. So we want to try sprinkling more of these in, and we thought, what what would be a better choice than *Bren the Broken*? No, what would be a better choice than *My Brilliant Friend* by Elena Ferrante? Got it. And I do feel like you have the
1: The superior copy, and this is also a book that you bought me too. So it was like, and you bought me this. Oh, I did. Do you remember you got this I at a do. thrift store yeah, or something? I, I, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, "Who did I buy that book for?" Like, I remembered buying that. It was me. That's so. Fu- did I like mail it that... to you, or did I bring it? I to think you. I don't... you ma- I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> like, I don't remember sending it to you. I remember buying it, but I don't remember sending it. Maybe you brought it when you came here or something. I but
0: know. I definitely well, that's remember extra you. extra cute then. I know. I didn't realize that until I like physically started reading yeah. it. Um, okay. So as a little promo, all right, that's a plug. I'm doing a plug. Okay. We did make a double vlog. I don't, is yeah. that a thing? We did a double vlog. So basically, you know, me and Raylene didn't talk while we were reading it. Cause we're <laughs> going to talk about our thoughts here yeah. on the pod, but we did vlog on our own independently and we're going to stitch that together into one big vlog and that'll go on the Patreon. So if you want yeah. a reading vlog of how our journey was with this book, you can check that out.
1: Mm-hmm. But really, give it to me straight. What did you think? Well, uh, this is how I feel, and I feel like you might be feeling similarly. I did not like this book at all. I don't get the
0: hype.
1: I I was so freaking confused. (laughs) (laughs) So I sat down, and I decided I wanted to read this book all in one day, because I was like, you know what? I just want to kind of move on to whatever my next reading is, and it'll probably be a quick read. It'll be great, blah, blah, blah. First of all, I didn't find it interesting at all, but my main problem with the book is that (laughs) these girls were not friends. They're not friends. They weren't even friends. (laughs) I completely
0: agree with you. Okay, so first of all, on my cover, it says a quote. One of the great novelists of our time, right? I was like, oh, good Lord. Like, we're really hyping this thing Mm -hmm. up. Look, Louise Wise says, Elena Ferrante has established herself as the foremost
1: modern writer in Italy and in the world. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) On my copy, there's a quote from The Guardian that just says, nothing quite like it has ever been published. Very dramatic. I'm like, like, it's like the hype on this
0: book is insane, right? Like, all I ever hear about it is crazy good things. Everyone's always praising it. But then also, like you say, I've seen a lot of quotes about the friendship. Mm -hmm. Like, this one on the back says, an intense forensic exploration of the friendship between Lila and Elena. Uh, Like, it's like talking about how it's about this friendship. I beg to differ. Yeah,
1: I (laughs) beg I Too would different. actually say they are the opposite of friends. Like they, it was so irritating. So, I mean, for context, this book is about um, like a small I'm town. I'm so glad we feel the same, glad. So, I knew you I'm would. So when I was glad. reading it, I was like, Ariel's not going to like this like, I was re-
0: When I was reading, I was like, Raylene's not liking this one. Raylene, no, this is not no, a Raylene it's, book. It's no
1: good. It's not our <laughs> vibe. But yeah, it's like about this small community. There's lots of characters. Yeah. There's actually like a cast of characters at the beginning of my copy that explains yeah, who same, all the different families same. are and
0: everything. That was a bad sign. When I opened up the book and it was like, uh, like a fantasy novel,
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even like make an effort to like differentiate all the people. I was like, you know what? I don't care enough to, to do yeah. that. Um, but you've got the main character whose name is also Elena, like the author's name. And she's Confusing. in school or whatever. And there's this girl named uh, Lila, Lila, whatever her yeah. name was. And they kind of are like competing with each other almost like they're always jealous of each other. If one of them has success in school, the other one is suddenly like, oh, I have to get back at them and I have to be better than her. And they're constantly playing this game of like trying to one up -up each other. And through that, I feel like they could have become friends. Yes. But they didn't. Like they just, they didn't. They were constantly at each other's throats, even when they were getting older. Like, because the story kind of follows them from the age of like, I don't know, 10 to like 17 or something like that and so it's the yeah. coming of age years and At the beginning of the very beginning of the book too, actually you kind of get to see into the future and you know that um, yes. This story is gonna like cover their whole lives until they're like in their 60s or whatever yes. and So in my head, I'm like, oh, this will be like a really interesting beginning to show how they became friends that will become this lasting friendship But I feel like they never became friends in this book at all No
0: So I, I, after I read it and everything, and and I was doing some research, Mm. I decided to watch the trailer for the show.
1: Oh, interesting. Because I
0: didn't realize, like, I didn't remember that there was a show. It says here on YouTube that the trailer for the first season of the show came out four years ago. So I guess it's been out for a while. I think there's three seasons now. I think you're right. Um... And one of the comments really stood out to me and I'm trying to find it. Is it this one? No. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, this comment says my favorite moment in the entire story is when Lila tells Lenu that she, um, Elena, that she's her brilliant friend, because up to that point, the story had framed Lila as the brilliant friend. So that moment shows you that in the end, the brilliance is more about the eyes that see it and not the person. And I was like, literally, this is so interesting because... I can't find why this book is called My Brilliant Friend. They didn't like each other. Yeah. And then the other comment on this, under this trailer, the one that really stood out to me really was this one. Mm -hmm. Only after reading all of the books can you really appreciate Leela. She's the most powerful, fascinating, loving character ever written. What? And I was like, okay, this kind of speaks to one of my main problems. Mm. When you start the book, it's like present day yeah like for present day for when the book came out like 2010 or something so it's present day and the characters are like in their 60s mm-hmm. we have the main character she gets a phone call this is like the first page yeah. she gets a phone call from her best friend's son and her son is like my mom is missing do you know where she is Yeah, and the main character goes oh. My best friend. It all started when? Harp sound, harp sound, harp sound. And we go back to their Mm -hmm. childhood. And I'm like, okay, so that's the frame narrative. The frame is the 60-year-old has gone missing. And we're going to, like, get clues from the childhood Mm -hmm. to be like, where is she? Literally, you guys, the book never goes back to when they're 60. I was so mad about that. It's completely unresolved. Yeah. And so I look it
1: up really it does not get resolved until the fourth book in the series yeah that was something i was thinking while i was reading this i was like okay obviously you're supposed to read it as a quartet you're supposed to read all four but i didn't like this one enough to even care about the next one
0: that's so funny because i said that in my vlog in my vlog (laughs) i'm like guys i am not
1: going to be reading the next book no which was kind of a relief almost because i was like if i loved this book i would have had to buy three more books and i would have had to read those (laughs) so i feel set free a yeah bit.
0: <laughs> one of my thoughts about this book was like it's clearly trying to do something that a lot of authors have done but that i would say was like really perfected i suppose by a hundred years of solitude mm. so kind of the idea of like a giant generational family totally. saga really fleshing out generations of characters and people that they know and that live together and affect each other in a village and it's like very rural small town vibes and yeah like sprawling i guess but like sprawling and detailed yeah so I felt like I was doing that, but I never connected to any of it. I didn't care about the town. I didn't care about the people. I didn't care. I didn't care. And so I kept reading and reading and reading. And I, at one point, I literally really had to get the audiobook because I could not. I was listening get to the audiobook too. To Care?
1: Yeah. yeah, I was listening I, it to was it like, while reading along so that I could read it faster. Same. Oh my god! Yeah. I was like, what, what were we doing? That?
0: We were living the same
1: life because I was doing the same thing. I was like, I'm gonna listen
0: to the audiobook on like quick speed so because yeah. more to my reading pace and i'll just read the book as i go along that That's was the only way i could push through it yeah me too and i was just like i'm bored i'm bored i, mm-hmm. no, I don't I care about these characters i didn't find them uh i didn't want to root for them i didn't no. care like about their friendship yeah they were
1: just mean to each other and like they were so mean like the the relationships that were focused on in the book more so than their friendship was just like their relationships with these random guys and it was kind of like about them yeah getting boyfriends and then kind of still competing with each other like it wasn't even about school anymore it was just like who's better and even
0: the, all of the school <laughs> stuff i was like why are we going so detailed into every time like that classes? she finished a semester she would yeah. be like so here are the classes i took and here are the grades that i got <laughs> and i only got an eight in latin that year so i had and i'm
1: like why It was this weird. yeah it was <laughs> like so I weird heard- it was just not our vibe like i'm sure that's that so there's some really. there's gotta be a reason why so many people love this book and it just wasn't for us like at all <laughs> that's so interesting
0: yeah i was it just did not click for me i didn't end up i didn't end up liking it. i feel like i would give it like like the lowest three stars to maybe two
1: star range yeah i would say two like i didn't hate it outright which is the only time i ever give something a one star but it was just like it didn't have anything for me it didn't have anything that i could really take away from it and enjoy about it which was unfortunate
0: hot damn I'm just Hot. glad we agreed. I feel like even I have me too. This is
1: actually a funny experiment because usually when we buddy read a book and are like talking about it while we're reading it, we always end up feeling the same. We always feel the same. We have the same feelings, and I've always wondered if we're just like feeding off of each other's energy or something. But this because time we're, we're texting each other. Yeah, this time yeah. we had no connection. I didn't even yeah. know when you were reading this book. Like we have not talked about it one bit. So it's really funny <laughs> yeah. that we just had the same feeling which is so interesting because you and i often have different reading tastes yeah yeah
0: it aligned on my brilliant friend my unfortunate friend (laughs) Uh, i didn't understand why they cared about each other so much like i was like you guys have nothing in common you don't like each other you're mean to each other Mm -hmm. you're competitive towards one another i'm like give it up find a better friend just carmella seemed nice
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Well, well it felt good to have read it
0: I completely agree. I do like that I now know what is going on. And I will say it really, really, really made me want to read Call Me By Your Name.
1: Mm, Yeah.
0: Because that's another book set in the Italian, like rural countryside, but more modern. Timmy is in it. I hear Timmy's in the book. He's in the Uh, book as well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that would be fun. All right, well, I guess we have nothing else to say. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> the end kind of that. It's kind of funny. But it's now time for us to do our Q&A. So oh, yes. Thank you so much to all the patrons that submitted questions. We picked out some of the, our favorites, but slash the ones that we felt like were the best for the episode. Mm-hmm. So, so our first question comes from Abby. Hello, Raylene and Ariel, long-time
1: listener, first-time caller. Um, what authors would you like to see a Hollywood biopic made about, and who would you cast in it? Okay, thanks. Bye. This one was kind of fun to think about because it could have gone in so many different directions, but I decided that I would like a movie about John and Hank Green.
0: Oh, my God. Because not only are
1: they authors, they're interesting dudes that have done so many interesting things. And then there's the whole dynamic of them being brothers as well, which is really cool. Um, Abby also asks, who would we cast? I could not think for the life of me who we would cast as John and Hank Green because I would want, like, I don't know, young versions of them. So (laughs) Okay, yeah. You know, I'm imagining, like, their whole story from the beginning of you know when they were kids and like I would want to hold their whole story um so I don't know who I would cast if you guys have ideas I would love to hear them because that would be fun to imagine people cast as John and Hank Green but yeah I just thought that that would be a fun movie
0: yeah that sounds sick actually I love that idea um I think I would love a movie about I couldn't pick between these two authors, so whatever. Lucy Bod Montgomery, Ooh. first of all, mm-hmm. because she lived in a really interesting time, like like um, period drama-esque. It'll be set in the early 1900s, yeah. which is very cool. But then she also lived in rural Canada That's in that true. period. And I'm like, how many movies do we have about that? Yeah, like none. One. <laughs> like literally the only depiction is Anne of Green Gables. Yeah. So I think it would be really, really cool. Not only that, but like, I think it would be really inspirational to see, like, a woman in that time period becoming an author in Canada, Mm -hmm. like, doing everything that she had to do to become a published author. Yeah. I think that would be so awesome. So I would pick that for sure. So I would definitely watch the heck out of that movie, Mm -hmm. and I would cast Kira Knightley. (laughs) Why not? Because <laughs> I love Kieran Knightley. And then the other one is obviously Orwell. I would yes. love a biopic about Orwell. He is a really interesting person, and I think it could be a lot of fun. Um, actually, it would probably be really dreary. He died when he was 46, so that's pretty mm. dark he, of tuberculosis, bringing John Green Oof. back into the equation here. Um, but yeah, I think, who would I cast? I guess Timothy
1: Shalemek. <laughs> I just <laughs> pick anyone just pick your favorites (laughs) it doesn't matter if they look like them just yeah I'll take it back I would cast uh Saoirse Ronan (laughs) as Hank Green and uh Florence Pugh as John Green (laughs) perfect yeah um all right
0: our next question comes from Lissy (sighs) says hi
1: Ariel and Marlene congratulations on 200 episodes this is so exciting So my question for you guys is, if there was one food that you had to pick that you have to eat for 200 weeks straight, no other foods allowed during that time, just this one, what food would you pick and why? When I read this question, I was like, why two hundred? And then I just realized, of course, it's because this is episode two hundred. I was like, that's such a you specific know, number.
0: It's so funny because I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was, was like, that's a really random number, Lizzie. I don't oh, know. That's funny. <laughs> okay, well. So it's like for the since we started the yeah. podcast to now. Oh no, wait, it's weeks, isn't it? Anyways, anyways, what food would
1: you choose? I, okay, I don't know if this is cheating, but I just wanted to pick like a broad category. Um, And so I decided that my food would be wraps, meaning Mm. that I could have a lettuce wrap, I could have a burrito, I could have Mm. a taco,
0: (laughs) anything that could be wrapped (laughs) up. (laughs) Something in a tortilla. Yeah, Um, that's what I picked because I think that's my
1: favorite. That's my go-to. It's just like anything in a tortilla or a a little lettuce wrap, you know, some like crispy tofu with some veggies. Mm, mm, mm,
0: mm. So I'm assuming that like we'll get the nutritional balance that we need. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so you could just eat a
1: cheese pizza for 200 weeks and you'd be okay.
0: Right, and I'd be fine. So in that spirit, I would choose Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar (laughs) chips. (laughs) You're an
1: animal. <laughs> God, I love those chips. They're so good. Why am I surrounded I, by people who love those chips? Those are also Kyle's uh, favorite chips, and I hate them. I hate
0: they're them. They're so crunchy. They're so sour. They're so salty. <laughs> I could eat them five ever. Um, That's I choose hilarious. them. Thank you. Wow. I also really like the new flavor that they're doing, spicy dill pickle. Oh, I love those. But I those. can only have, I can literally only have like two or three chips yeah, and then I'm like spicy. out. don't do spicy. You're not a big spicy. No, I'm so bad at spice, but it's very, a delicious flavor. It's so good. Uh, okay. Our next question comes from Jillian.
1: Hi guys. Whenever I recommend your podcast to friends, I
0: kind of panic and describe it like two kooky Canadians talking about books and
1: falling in wells. Um... How do you feel about that? And would you prefer to be described differently? <laughs> I, I have to say, I think I love that description because I feel yes. like it's short to the point. And um, I mean, Ariel's only felt fallen in a well once, but it is like yeah. a big part of it. I feel like weird Let's things keep happening to us like that. I mean, mostly to you falling off of things, but I feel like we are just a couple of kooky gals.
0: That's so funny. That's okay. The other day I was I was, ha- I was um, hanging out with a friend and I was like, yeah, that, that happened like right after I fell off that balcony. And she was like, you fell off a balcony? I was like, didn't I tell you about that? She was like, no. I was like, oh. You don't I listen to my podcast, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not tuned into the pod. Um, I think that's a pretty good description. When people ask me like what the podcast is about, the way I describe it to people is like, it's me and my best friend every week talking about what we read. Mm. And then they ask me, do you guys read the same thing? Every single time we <laughs> oh, that. Isn't that interesting? And I'm like, oh, no, uh-uh. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. We just like are on our own reading lives. But every week we check in with each <laughs> oh, other. We're like a, so accountability horrible. buddies.
1: imagine if we had to read the same? Yeah,
0: one? that would be really stressful. It'd probably be a
1: better show because we'd like be having these we big discussions. We are a lot more engaged when we're talking about the same books. We could talk same about it for an entire hour probably.
0: But I think we'd be really unhappy because we hate be reading so things sad. when we're told to read them. So <laughs> <laughs> You'd re- never read fantasy again. Exactly. Um... Yeah, that's funny. All right. Our next question comes from Carissa. Hello, Ariel and Raylene. My question for you is what is the most important thing that you've gained since starting this podcast together? Is it a sense of community? Is it a greater friendship? What would you say is the biggest thing that you have gained since the beginning of the podcast? All right, Raylene, what are your gains?
1: My (laughs) gains. Oh my gosh. Well, I think the thing first and foremost is that i feel like we've become better friends because of doing the podcast it's true because like you've probably said before but like having to sit down and talk with each other every week is like such a gift And not something that I do with my friends that actually live close to me. Like, I don't see my other friends as frequently as I see you. And so (laughs) I feel like this podcast has made us better friends than, you know, we spent so much time together now. And we will, (laughs) like, after we're done recording, we'll be like, hey, do you want to, like, play a game later? Or do you want to watch a movie or something? So we we hang out more than just when we're recording, of course. Um, But yeah, I think that's the main thing. But the sense of community has been really good, too. Like, that's something that I've missed. Because back in the day, over a decade ago, when you and I were both YouTubing, I feel like our community was so like little and kind of niche and then booktube Mm. got huge and kind of lost the sense of community that it had at the beginning. And that that kind of made me sad. But I feel like Mm. this podcast has its own community, which I really like. Like it's not a broad, like every book podcast person is talking (laughs) to each other. It's just like our people and they know us really well, which I think is really cool. Yeah. And, like we get really great recommendations from our patrons and so our listeners true. and so I just feel like the sense of community is definitely like awesome and something that I, I cherish
0: know. about this oh, whole thing. damn. Yeah. Um I would I agree with everything you said. I guess I would also add, this is kind of, I'm like, is this a little weird to add? But it's (laughs) honest. It's honest. It's given me a real sense of uh, one big element of economic stability. Mm. Because so much of my job, like I'm fully self-employed. I work for myself. So much of my job is very variable. So it's like, will I get paid this Mm. month? Maybe not. Yeah. But with the podcast, because we show up every week, yep. we post an episode every week, um, and we like show up to the Patreon every month. Yep it's got like this really important stability that totally. I love that's and important. I take it really seriously. Like I'm like every Monday, I'm like, we're sitting down and record the show. I need to take my photos for the Instagram. I need to do mm-hmm. my vlog for the thing. Like it's like very important to me that we show up for it because I'm so grateful that it's a big part of my living, totally. which is awesome.
1: Well, that's a good answer.
0: Um, so I really love that. And I think the the main thing truly is just getting to talk with you all the time Ah. is is just the best. Um, Okay. Our next question comes from Glenda Lee.
1: Hi, Ariel and Raylene. My name is Glenda Lee and I'm from New York. And my
0: question
1: is, where do you see the podcast in five years? Well, we're definitely going to be doing it still, first of all. Yeah. That's a given. Um, I I think moving forward what i could foresee is that we will maybe be able to like hang out more and maybe do more like in-person events for the podcast nice. which is cool because yes. that's something we've been talking about for a while and like maybe yeah. going on tour and like you know doing yeah, yeah, yeah multiple live shows i think that's like something that's been a goal for us for a while so i could definitely see that that will have happened at least once in the next five years yeah. but hopefully we'll just be kind of like more what we do but other than that i think just like really finessing our setup and, like, yes, you know, the whole show itself. Like, if there's anything that's totally not working, agree. we'll have taken it out and replaced it with something else. And, like, I think in the next five years, we will have reached, like, peak what the show can be, you know? Yeah. That's kind of the way I, really I like to agree. Look
0: at it. I really agree. I was recording a voicemail for my own patreon Mm. not the podcast for my own one and i was talking about like we're recording our 200th episode like how crazy is that and i was kind of just doing some reflections on on the whole thing and one of the things that i brought up in earnest was like one of my favorite things about the podcast is that even though we're four years in Mm -hmm. we've really not settled like we're like wait there this segment isn't very good anymore like we should trade it out for something new Mm -hmm. or you know it would actually be a lot of extra work to do the video episodes but they're gonna do so much more for the community and for new viewers and it's so we should do that or we've got this new idea for the thing we should do that and so Mm -hmm. i feel like you and i are constantly trying to make it a better show
1: yeah and that
0: i love that because we're not like settling we're not like yeah, of course the basic concept is always going to be the same. You and me talk for an hour about the books we read. But we're trying to make it better and better and better exactly. and finessing it and rolling with the times and we're like this doesn't really work anymore, that doesn't really work anymore, whatever. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. But I agree. I agree like to to answer the question of like where will we be in 5 years? I think we'll still be doing the show, which is one of the things I love about the show, like it's not it doesn't feel like there's a deadline on it. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's gonna run out or something i'm like we keep reading stuff so we can keep talking it's endless
1: content at this point yeah
0: (laughs) all right our next question comes from diana
1: hi realene and ariel congratulations on 200 episodes of my favorite favorite podcast ever um my question for you both is what is your favorite thing about one another i really love the podcast thank you bye ah What do you think? What do you love about me? What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's a lot of things I love about you, but I think what Um, I would say is my favorite thing is that you're just always like trying to improve both yourself personally, but also professionally. Um, Like you're always coming up with ideas of what can I do next? What's something that I can do to like, I mean, for example, doing the podcast, like you came up with this idea for us to hang out every week. You made that happen. This wouldn't have (laughs) happened without you. And I love that. That's just how you are. You're always like, "What can I do next? How can I make it yeah. better? How can I yeah. like have fun and make money and hang out with my friends?" Like you, you're thinking yeah. about everything all at once, and like you I just have so many ideas that I would never even think to do, and it ends up being just like great every time. I love that. So I Thanks, love that. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome.
0: I think that I would pick. How grateful I am for your reliability. Mm. This is very important. And we talk about this a lot, right? Yeah. Like you're the admin queen and I'm the ideas man. Exactly. That's what we've said. Exactly. It's what because we are. I'm having I'm always having fun and it matters to me to like be innovating and thinking of new ideas. Like, what can we do for merch? What if we do this for the Patreon? Mm-hmm. What if we do but if you're not there to be like, okay, like you said, like we said at the beginning of this episode, if you're not there to count down to episode 200, my ideas won't get done in time. They won't make sense and like, it won't work, yeah. If you don't message me and say, "Ariel, you're supposed to send this thing," I won't send the thing. Yeah. So, your reliability is like the anchor keeping this thing working. It's true. <laughs> Cuz otherwise it just would be a giant mess and yeah, I'm super grateful for for your ability to organize us and keep us on track Mm. and like be the person who is reliable that is very very important i love that that's why we work yep because
1: we've got both yep we gotta have both
0: all right our final question comes from leone hi ariel hi raylene thank you so much for letting us be part of
1: this special episode my question is what your most favorite cherished moment within the podcast episode is that could be like a fun recording or a trip you two made anything like that i couldn't pick just one thing so i have a small yeah. list um oh, so great. let me take you back to the early days one of my favorite things we did was we had a debate about deckled edges oh my god So that true. was Iconic. hilarious and Iconic. we wanted to make that into a series, but then we couldn't think of something else that we disagreed on as like no. <laughs> heartily as <laughs> we did about that. So yeah. I think that that's just like a funny part of our history is that we argued about deckled edges for like half an hour and then never did that again. I really loved that. I really loved that. Awesome. Um I also really loved our series of revenge plots. I know I kind of mentioned it earlier that we wanted to bury the hatchet, but it was hilarious when it was, it was funny, happening. Like was I betrayed you, you punished me. You betrayed so me, dark. I punished you. It was very funny. I felt like it added a lot of drama <laughs> to the podcast which we don't often have. So, I don't know, maybe we can come up with something else like that soon. <laughs> Um, The other things that I thought were very funny are like when you fell in a well that was kind of a funny moment for you to talk about and then that time when my fire alarm went off while we were recording. Yes! That was pretty crazy. That was wild. Um, And then the last thing that's one of my favorites is just every time we do a late night recording session. Yes. It's so yeah. funny every time. Like it's so, funny. I don't know how it comes across to the people listening, but I have the best time when we do that because we're both just like loopy. It's like end of the day, really I can say whatever, whatever I want. Like I don't know, it yeah. feels more free for some reason. That's so- it's true
0: we're i think we're just tired and then we're like time to be performers and the combo is like funny yeah Yeah. i love all of those i also was gonna mention the fire alarm because i just (laughs) remember like that episode was such a mess yeah um i personally really remember recording when i moved here Mm. i would record in the
1: car oh my gosh do you remember that
0: yeah yeah, there was weeks, months, I don't know. I think it was just weeks, but where I recorded in the car and it was just night and I was just sitting it was just in dark, my... like I couldn't
1: see Ariel. She was no, just you a couldn't voice. see me.
0: <laughs> cuz I wasn't going to have the Jeep on cuz that would be loud yeah. for the audio. And so I would just be sitting in my dark Jeep <laughs>
1: <laughs> talking about books.
0: Next to the house I just bought that I was just like couldn't leave because we were doing yeah. quarantining. Oh my god, what yeah, that a time. Was a whole thing. What a time! Um, the other, the main memory that came to me instantly when mm. I read this question was not while we were recording, but I really remember where I was when I asked you to do the podcast. Really? Yeah. So I, I think people know this, but basically. I had thought up this idea of doing a book podcast because obviously I've been making book videos for a long time. Mm -hmm. But I felt that the art of reviewing books was kind of going away from YouTube. People just don't watch those videos and that's fine. But I felt like it could work in podcast form because I was like, podcasting is all about like going on the tangents Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be flashy. Like you're just talking about the book you read. So I thought that that would be a thing I would want to try. So I recorded a couple episodes of mm-hmm. Books Unbound. And the reason it's called Books Unbound is because my original YouTube channel, when I started making videos when I was 16 in 2011, mm-hmm. was called Books Unbound. And so then a year into me having a YouTube channel, I changed my, I had to start a new channel and I had to call it, I called it Ariel Bissette. Yeah, But I always loved that username. I missed and so,
1: it. Oh man. Right? Yeah. yeah.
0: So many years later, when I was starting the podcast, I was like, "What should I call the podcast?" And I was like, "I could call it Books Unbound. Like I could yeah, b- bring back. that great username back." So that's where the username comes from. But um I then recorded a few episodes and released them. But it was just me, Raylene. Mm-hmm. It was like these deep dive episodes of me reviewing books, and oh. so a whole forty minutes would just be about one book or oh, whatever. It was not a very good show. Like it was fine, but it wasn't like. I realized that I needed a person. I needed a co-host. And I instantly was like, I need to bring Raylene out of retirement because by this time (laughs) you had retired, (laughs) you had stopped making videos. Mm -hmm. And you and I were still friends, but we weren't that close anymore.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because we didn't, the thing that made us close before was youtube like we would comment on each other's videos this is what i'm talking about like the community was so tight and cute there was like maybe 10 of us who were all super good pals and we would just like comment on each other's videos and like hang out play minecraft that was something we used to do every now and then a lot of Um, minecraft yeah and then once i stopped making videos that kind of fell apart a little bit
0: which makes sense because you just weren't in the space that i was in as much and so we were we were still friends we were still chums and i remember i was living in ottawa i was living in Quebec at the time and so I remember having this idea thinking it over lots and lots and lots and being like I just think Raylene would be really good we would have fun blah 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 I was like I'm gonna call her which I never do. We never call. What is she doing? (laughs) Even now we don't call, which is funny. We only
1: call call, when something really special has happened.
0: And it's weird. Like if my phone is ringing and it's Raylene, I'm like, what's happening? She she got engaged. What's going on? Like it's gotta be something weird. Um, But yeah, I remember I was behind my house. There was like kind of like a little walk down from my house. There was this field and a hockey rink. And um, my boyfriend and my brother were playing soccer and I was sitting at a picnic table. It was dusk. God, I remember the moment so clearly. And I called you and I was like, I have a proposition. I want to make this podcast, I think you should be my co-host. And I promise that if you do it with me, we'll have fun and we'll make money. Yep. That's what she said. It's true. (laughs) That was my way to get you on. And you were like, okay. And so then we started recording a few weeks later and now here we are four years later. Yep. So that is my main memory. And I love that as a place to end
1: this episode. That's beautiful.
0: Damn. Um, Okay. Everyone, Thank you so much for 200 Eps. That's just crazy. No, Obviously, seriously. we would have given up if no one was listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> just talk through the void. Right? We could just call each other and play a game, I guess. That's right? True. Like we wouldn't have recorded it. <laughs> so thank you so much to everyone for the 200 Eps. We're so excited to keep doing episodes with you guys. Ooh, yeah. For you guys. And for all of the things that are to come. <sighs> We're going to go record our Patreon mini podcast.
1: Mm. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.